Welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and I'm glad that you've joined me today. I want to give a shout out to Monica Johnson at Abert's Town & Country. If you need a car, she's the woman for you. Today, we're going to be talking about career reinvention, how to restart your career, how to restart your life when you hit a brick wall. It's going to be a vigorous conversation. You're not going to want to miss it. So come on, let's have a conversation. Welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and I'm glad that you've joined us. I got my co-host with me today. Catherine P. Young, and it's good to be here. Yes. And today we have some exciting ladies with us at the table. For the very first time, we have Miss Ebony Harris. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Yes. I'm super excited. <laughs> I'm excited that you're here. Yes. I'm so honored to be a part of the conversation today. Yes, it's going to be a great conversation. Mm -hmm. And we have again, Miss Lula Davison. This is her second time at the table. Hello. Glad to be here. Thank yes. you for inviting me back again. I guess I did okay the first time. <laughs> you did a great, she did a great job. And so we've got us a, a vigorous conversation that we're going to have today. But before we start our conversation, I, I need to introduce my cup. I saw this cup and I was like, I'm getting that for sister friends because I'm mm -hmm. ready for that who dat, that uh, crawfish. <laughs> yes. yes. So this says New Orleans style. Try out our gumbo oh. and our crawfish. And I don't know if you're ready, but you ought to be getting ready. Yes. And so our ladies have our sister friends cup today. And I want to encourage you, if you would like your own, your very own sister friends cup, uh, visit our website at sisterfriendscupsandconvo.com and you can have your very own cup and uh, have it amongst your sister friends. Mm -hmm. So uh, are you ladies ready to have a conversation? Yes. Talk, right? yes. 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 So I've been wanting to talk about uh, reinvention mm -hmm. and I've, I've been wanting to talk about career reinvention mm -hmm. and what that looks like. And at some point, all of us will uh get a curve in our life mm -hmm. or a, hit a dead end road and we'll have to restart. Yes. And I want to talk about what the, what the restart looks like mm -hmm. and um, what do you do when you, you hit a brick wall or you get to a dead end. And uh, Miss Lula Davison, she has inspired me so much. Miss <laughs> uh, Lula, mm -hmm. what did you do for a living? Well, previously I worked at the GM local GM plant. Mm -hmm. I worked uh, as a, uh, Lyman. Uh, I worked you know, in production. Okay. And uh, even while I was there, I drove a fork truck for many years. So. Okay, yeah, Miss so, <laughs> so that was a little bit different yes. for women in this area, but, okay. but I did production work. All right. Mm -hmm. And then Miss Lula did something very daring. At least I believe it's very daring. <laughs> yes. um, she's yes. in her 60s. Yes. And uh, she decided to go and become a realtor. Wow. Now, over the years, <laughs> I've heard that realtor test was a beast, <laughs> that it was horrendous. Mm -hmm. And I watched Miss Lula study for that test, do all the yes. work to become a realtor, and she made it happen. And she just literally reinvented herself mm -hmm. uh, in the workplace at, at, at in her 60s. Yes. How did that feel? Uh, it feels quite uh, let me see, challenging, <laughs> yeah, it yes. is something new. 
um, you rediscover yourself because uh-huh. there are so many different things uh, a part of when you take on something new. You know, uh-huh. you're having to take on new new learnings and, and uh, things like that. But it's it's quite it can be challenging, but fun. Yeah. And we're going to mm-hmm. talk about that. We're going to talk mm-hmm. about the challenges mm-hmm. and what you can do. And at the table now, I've haven't really reinvented myself. Um, at least I don't think so. But I, I do. Uh, once my kids, I, I guess I, I could say I did, because once my kids grew, grew up and left and went off to college, I was kind of left with now what? Right. You know, mm-hmm. because they kind of regulated the day to day activities yes. and yes. your responsibilities mm-hmm. and, and the importance of being a mother. Mm-hmm. But once, you know, they especially once they graduated from college, mm-hmm. you, you had that feeling of is done. I did it. And so then I thought, well, what else could I do, you know, with my time and what, what do I want to invest in? Mm -hmm. And always, always an investor in the kingdom of God and always involved in ministry, but, um, always involved in ministry from a, uh, perspective of team, team ministry, doing it together Mm -hmm. with my husband. Mm -hmm. But once the kids left, it, 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 it opened up a whole new space for what do I want to do for myself? Right. And so then Mm -hmm. I think that's where the restart for myself came in. Like, okay, what do I want to do now that makes me happy? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Miss Ebony Harris is at the table today. (laughs) And she's, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, my name is Ebony A. Harris. um, And what's ironic is I've had to go through a couple of reinventions. Um, By trade, I'm a registered nurse. I've worked as a registered nurse for the past 13 years. And last year, God said, no more. Let's move forward. Uh So now I'm in the coaching arena. I'm a mental health strategist and life catalyst. And all that simply is I help people to break through mentally, heal emotionally and live purposely. Let's make sure we're doing what we were created to do. (laughs) So, yes, that's what I do. Um, I, you know, offer through coaching, through Mm -hmm. sessions like these, through different things, just offering, just helping women mostly Mm -hmm. because we have to know who we assigned to. Right. Mm -hmm. So helping um, the women to go from where they are to where they desire to be. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And so um, how do, what, what does that look like? So like we're sitting at this table and you're hearing Miss uh, Lula say that at 60, she went into a whole new career field. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then myself uh, relaunching myself uh, somewhat independent from um, working with my spouse, mm-hmm. uh, which we have done for um, at least 30 years. Wow. I know. And we, we, we're still friends. We're still in love. It, it's a miracle I haven't killed them. Oh, boy, yes. <laughs> right? Because that's 24 hours. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? It's like no, no going away for eight hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for women like me, um, that may be in entrepreneurship with their with their family or their mm-hmm. husband. Um, what does that look like when they decide that they want to step away? How do they how do you what advice would you give them to restart? So the question is, how when you get to a, a dead end or like the dead end could be I'm tired of this. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I'm tired of this. Um, so you get to that dead end and, and then it's like now what? Mm-hmm. So what kind of advice as a coach would you say? You know, one of the hardest things I've found when it's pivot and shift season, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. what we have to learn 
to master in life is to pivot, mm-hmm. to put my weight here, and if it's a dead end, to say, okay, I need to turn it in a direction and then be okay with everything that may come with it. Oh. Sometimes we have a hard time giving ourselves permission to be redefined yeah. because mm, the children good. defined yes. us, because right. the career defined us, because mm-hmm. you know everything and responsibility we were to everyone else defined us, but sometimes the fear is who am I outside of these things? Mm-hmm. So giving first, giving yourself permission that that's good. To, okay, it's okay to redefine yourself. Yes. It's okay to be somebody independent of what everyone knows right. you to be. Yeah. yeah. And so, would you say that that's some real deep um, self reflection and soul work? It is like sitting alone with yourself and really deciding um, what it what it is that inspires me, mm-hmm. what, it, what is it that I love, mm-hmm. and then how can I merge those two things together? Absolutely. Um, and that's the biggest part of it. Like, redefine, when you're redefining or reinventing your life, um, whenever those times typically come, it's something that has um, initiated the process. Okay. Children leaving. Mm-hmm job about to lay us off and mm-hmm. you know or I'm just sick of this job I'm right. sick of this job yeah. I'm sick of this place in life yeah. I think mine came when I'm, I'm sick of this place in life there was a, a desire for more yeah okay. you yeah. know like okay Ebony there has to be more to your life mm-hmm. than this yes what you're doing is a great work I yeah. was working in psych and helping mm-hmm. patients and things like that uh, but you do there comes a time where you really have to sit with yourself it, any major transition in life requires us to sit with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times um, we're not comfortable with sitting with ourselves, especially when we have become everything to everyone right. else. Yeah. We are scared that, well, who am I going to be when I sit with myself? What am I going to find outside of the roles and responsibilities, yeah. right? So you're absolutely right. The big part is the assessment, the self-assessment. Mm-hmm. Sit down. See what you love. Right. See what causes, what things brings tears to your eyes. Like mm-hmm. I knew that I had a passion for trauma and sexual abuse independent of my own experiences because mm-hmm. when I seen those things, they broke my heart. Yeah. They made me want to say, how can I help? How? Now, true. there may be other situations that may move you and I'm just like okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know right but yeah. move one part of re um, invention and redefining your life uh, and, and especially if you're in a pivot and shift season mm-hmm. is sit down and, and just really see those things that that's close to your heart those things that you may have dreamed about or desired early in life mm-hmm. but you begin to have children you begin to get married right. yeah. you ministry and all those things became the fourth Four right. thoughts or four. Now, okay, let me go back to the table and see what was there that I used to love. Right. How, what did I used to? What were the things that I desired to do that I kind of put on the back burner right. a little bit? Yeah. You know. And then, and then, I'm sorry, but you got to kind of be brave too. Kind of, kind of. You left a lucrative career. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. To yes. go into coaching that might be sometimes you work by other people's means or right. unless you do something, you know, drum it up for yourself or what right. God call you to do. So you go from independent RN making a lucrative salary to, okay, <laughs> now I got to really um, depend on, you know, to, this. you know, people to right. be there and so yeah. forth. It's just, whoo, that's, you got to really hear God. You do. You, you really have to hear God. Um, you really have to hear God and you really have to trust the process more than you trust yourself. That's good. Trust the process more, more than, than you trust, trust yourself. yourself. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was thinking, I want to get back to you, Miss Lula, mm-hmm. but I was thinking, you know, Kathy, I've 
kind of hung out with you for a while. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> I wouldn't and, um, you know, I, I think you reinvented yourself. You might have not. Tell me. <laughs> realize it. sometimes, you know, I'd be like, but you know, as we no. was talking, when you asked me when we started, I was thinking about, um, Military life. That's what I was going to say. You were in military <laughs> life. Four years. And then you and became then a c- civilian, civilian worker mm-hmm. in the for the military, mm-hmm. doing that. And then you stepped away from all things military mm-hmm. and began to work in um, social services mm-hmm. with, uh, was it the Crisis Pregnancy mm-hmm. Center? The care pregnancy. Yeah. But you know what? And then in that, I was thinking as you were talking, that was kind of traumatizing because the military is structured. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everything is lined up on line in order you you right. follow this mm-hmm. so when you step into the real world you be like oh everything out of order <laughs> like, what are these folks doing yeah. they just all over the place right. and yeah. so you gotta free your mind from that and see that that's two different worlds mm-hmm. right and so I yes and then you also reinvented yourself as an author mm-hmm. so um, and and a, what a three time off mm-hmm. author. Mm-hmm. Um, and a blogger. Mm. So that's a whole nother sector and a whole nother arena that prior to Thank you for doing this. Yeah. I've been sitting by myself and on things. Yes. And so, and that's important because sometimes we don't realize that we're changing mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. we're changing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah, that's important. You know, another mm-hmm. word for um, reinvention is to reinvest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're reinvesting oh, yeah. in yourself, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to think of it. Sometimes people have a hard time wrapping um, themselves around the word reinvention. Um, but then but if, if that word doesn't work, try I'm reinvesting in myself again, mm-hmm. you know, and that's important. What I love about Miss Lula, again, is the fact that um, she has grown wiser and older, but she <laughs> has still maintained her courage yes to jump off of the ledge and try something new mm. yes. and a lot of people in their 60s i mean they're they're not that daring matter of fact they're winding down <laughs> yes. they're they're you know closing down careers and mm. chapters um now there's those people out there that just love to work and they're mm-hmm. you know they love to create and they're out there reinventing at each decade 70s 80s mm-hmm. and so forth but the vast majority of people in and around in their 60s, they're thinking about retirement mm-hmm. and just slowing down. Mm-hmm. And so for you to to just work your brain and challenge yourself uh, to try something new, I thought was very courageous. Yeah, it is. And I applaud you for that. <laughs> yes, thanks. And I know it's been hard. Uh, tell us a little bit about how it, some of the difficulties and because everybody thinks Every every story is a happy ending, and everything went well, and I sold a million. I'm a million dollar seller. But what happens when you 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 jump out there? It's hard. You're doing the work, but it's maybe not what you thought it was. Yeah. And yeah. so you're rethinking things. How? What mm-hmm. does that look like? Well, um, sometimes you can you feel like, oh man, you know, I'm not doing well at this. But what I've I've, I've did accomplish some things. It opened up a whole new arena, a whole uh, another area of learning. Okay. And in that, even though maybe the particular thing that I uh, went out to do may not necessarily be the thing that I may continue doing mm-hmm. uh, long term, but then it opened up some other areas, some other arenas that I would not have had the okay. courage yeah. to, okay. uh, mm. to go in because of the new things that I've learned. But um, 
there's a lot of change because, like you say, you go from a place where they tell you what to do, when to do it. Now you have to come up with your own schedule. Right. Yeah. And you have this, you begin to face the new, the walls that are inside of you that you did not realize were there. Right. So um, sometimes you feel like, oh, man, what did I do? <laughs> what, did <laughs> what did I, I get, get myself into? What did I get myself <laughs> yeah. into? Um, people talk about the, the real estate test. But it's after the test okay. that um, that can really, that's where the real challenge comes in. The book learning and things like that, I'm, I like class. Mm-hmm. I like learning. So that was easy yeah. for you. Yeah. So that okay. part was, even though I had a lot to read, because mm-hmm. it came out with a book like this, I'm like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, came out with the book and took the test, passed it the first time, mm-hmm. which I was uh, very Glad you of you passed proud. it the first time. Yes, right. I was proud of myself yeah. for, for having done that. All glory to God. But then now it's like, well, go sell. You know, uh, this is some things that you can do. And it's like, oh, my Lord, <laughs> uh, I got to fill my head up with all of this stuff all the time. And um, but it, it, it's challenging because yeah. sometimes um, some of the areas that maybe you've chosen to do, thinking that you would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of pulling you away from some of the things you might feel like you're called to do. Okay, mm. I see. So, yeah, uh, that is a that has been the challenge for me, having the balance of something that I thought I would enjoy, mm-hmm. opposed to what I feel like I'm called to do. That's a great point, Miss mm-hmm. um, Ebony. Can you speak to that? The difference between um, what I enjoy. Because some mm-hmm. people are just focused on uh, it brings me enjoyment. I love mm-hmm. doing it, mm-hmm. but they're not necessarily called to it. So mm-hmm. so it's like it doesn't have a eternal purpose. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have a legacy purpose. Mm-hmm. It only has a I'm having a good time. The purpose. Yes. purpose. Right. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, that's very important to to be able to distinguish those things up front, mm-hmm. because in a season of time of redefinement or re um reinvention, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to identify what do I like to do, but what I'm called to do. Because some of us will go into time of reinvention or rediscovery or shifting and pivoting, and we won't shift and pivot into purpose. We'll just shift and pivot into what's next or what we feel is the thing that's next. Right. Mm -hmm. And so being very, because it's the things that we are called to do what that will ultimately bring the most fulfillment. Right. Now, yes. will it be frustrating? Mm-hmm. Just may. You know <laughs> what I mean? Because sometimes people, I'll be like, Jesus, you know. <laughs> but um, really being able to get into marrying the two. The biggest mm-hmm. thing that I had to work through besides my own soul issues, because reinvention and entrepreneurship will make you really realize mm-hmm. what is not uh, what you have not dealt with in your soul. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 But yeah. after getting past those fears and the rejection and all of those things that I thought that I had dealt with, but I'm having to face in a new way, mm-hmm. um, being able to marry purpose for a profit. Okay. Yeah. Because sometimes when we raise church, and we raise mm-hmm. kingdom, yeah. you know, we have this mindset that, you can't make p- money from your calling or your purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Right, and so there's a struggle with okay, well, let me just do other things to bring in income, and then let me do what I'm purposed to do for right. free, mm-hmm. right? And that's not always the case. Yeah. Right. That's that's yes. just not always the yeah. case, right? It's definitely um, a balance. It's yeah. it, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's a balance, um, and then not feeling guilty for. 
I believe that I'm operating my purpose, right? Mm -hmm. I believe that God sent me to heal and develop his people. That's mm -hmm. part of what he sent me yes. to do. Um, and all the services and everything that I'll do is be either healing or development. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it falls under that. But being able to say, OK, Ebony, it's OK that if you create, if you write a book that you charge for, that you yeah, don't have right. to do everything for free. Yeah. Um, so definitely being able to. We will have things that's pleasurable because the pleasure brings balance. Yes. Yes. Right. I love to dance. Um, I've oh, I, if I could have a million dollars, I probably would do one Broadway show <laughs> just because I love to dance. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm not going to put all of my time, energy, effort into something that I love to do. Mm -hmm. That's just the thing that distresses me. Yeah. Or yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. that that's brings good. me balance. That's yeah. Good. That's good. Mm -hmm. So how do you get your family to marry into the vision God gave you? Because now we need some money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. right. And if you Absolutely. have a husband and you go to your husband, he know your value. He know what you called to do. But now nah, this is going to take some income off the table. Mm -hmm. And so but God didn't call you. Mm -hmm. But we need these bills paid. <laughs> you know so, what? The you know irony what of that, I know exactly mm -hmm. what you're saying because um, I worked as a registered nurse. So we've mm -hmm. already identified that my career as a nurse was very lucrative. I was in management. Okay. Um, so it's making pretty good money. Um, the My income made up a pretty good bit of the household income. Yeah. yeah. And so being able to have those conversations with my husband, um, setting goals and realistic goals okay yeah, this is good. because sometimes we jump we jump and say okay god catch me and, but right. we don't have a plan we don't right. have a strategy we that's don't have it. anything that's we're just it. saying husband trust yes. me and he's yes. like well what are we gonna do well yes. i'm just gonna jump and you know <laughs> no no so because men are really they they process they yeah. want to see the black and white they want to see yeah, how about the end result they yeah. are they yeah. are so you say that this is where you want to be but what do you what is it going to take to get there so part of with my husband, the biggest thing was for him seeing that I was 100% invested. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes. That's good. Because sometimes, you know, yeah. entrepreneurship or even when you're just shifting into a new lane, it requires all of you mm -hmm. at right. all. Mm -hmm. You know, you if you don't do, you don't produce, right. you don't, you know. So being 100% committed and consistent, mm -hmm. um, but showing the facts, this is the goal, this is what I'm working towards, mm -hmm. this is where we are. Mm -hmm. um, and if we don't get here in a certain point, then this is what I have in place to help, right. you That's know, good. because they, they have to see their, right. their goal or oh, their factual yes. men, you know. Yeah, so you have to have realistic projections realistic. And, a, and a business plan mm -hmm. and realistic expectations for yourself. You know, um, that's so important. Um, there's a scripture in Psalms 37, five and six, and it says, commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him and mm -hmm. he will help you. Mm -hmm. yes. Commit everything we do to the Lord and, and trust him mm -hmm. and he'll help us. He'll That's help right. us, you know, uh, convey what it is that we want to do, what it is, is our desire. Mm -hmm. He'll help us mm -hmm. create a business plan. Mm -hmm. he'll, he'll, he'll help us. Mm -hmm. um, he will make your, I love this part in the sixth verse. It says, he will make your innocence radiate like the dawn. He takes mm -hmm. the purity of what's in your heart's desire yes. and the purity of what it is that um, that that you're passionate about, mm -hmm. especially when your passion marries With his yes. will. Yes. You know, yeah. um, he'll take the, the innocence of that and cause it to radiate like the dawn. Um, he'll send people to you because mm -hmm. I think in real estate, just applying the scripture 
um, to just our everyday life. Mm-hmm. You, you could do the, the textbook part. That was the yeah. easy part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but it's dealing with the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, We're going and then finding you know, those people. Or finding yeah. the people, yeah. right, and, and, and getting out there yes. and then people keeping their word mm-hmm. and all of those other things probably yes. was more of a, um, you know, a dimmer, if yeah. you would. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, but the innocence of your heart or the innocence of, of what you possess, he'll cause it to radiate like the dawn mm-hmm. and the justice of your cause will shine like the new day mm-hmm. um, sun. I love that scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord, he'll help us, right. especially yeah. when, yes. when we commit our, our way to him. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. mm-hmm. um, is was there another thought, Kathy? I have this scripture because it goes back to what we were talking about in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. It says there is a time for everything mm-hmm. and a season for every activity under the heavens. It's a time and a purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once you have the vision from God and his will for doing that yeah. thing, mm-hmm. step in it. Because, you know, some of us, God will give us a little clip and we read it wrong. <laughs> and then when you get out there and you fail, right. you be like, Lord, what is? But then God say, you didn't listen to the whole thing. Come on. <laughs> because, you true. know, right now I'm in my 50s mm-hmm. and I don't have time. To miss God in Come certain on. things, you know right. what I'm saying. Right. When I was younger, I could be more, I could more be more reckless. Yeah, reckless and <laughs> risk taking. Right. But right. when you 56, you like God. What you say? I'm gonna read fast. I'm gonna lay down. I'm gonna sleep over for some months. Because you, you gotta read. Because right. I don't have time. Not saying right. that I don't think my life will be long, but I have to know right. the will right. of God. Right. And I have to be in the timing of God. Absolutely. And then when I'm in the timing and the will of God, everything flows in place. Not meaning right. that. It won't be any risk. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is a great conversation. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's so true because even in my time, how do we make it when the money don't add yeah. up, right? It's when you're in the will of God, he makes provision yes. in the hard place. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's been times where I was like, Lord, come on, <laughs> you know, you call because I say, I, I really believe God, you called me onto this place mm-hmm. when I miscarried. You said, don't go back to work last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. So you said, go forward. And I said, he said, don't look back. I said, okay, God. So when it gets hard, I'm like, Lord, now, <laughs> you know, I got to convince this husband. Yes. Like, you know, yes. and always he'll send some type of income. He'll yes. send an abundance of clients that I wasn't looking for. He'll yes. send something. Yes. So when you're definitely inside the will and the timing of God, he will make provision. That's what I like. Yes. He yes. will make provision. Let me ask you this. Do you think that when you're in your career reinventing, reinventing uh, or reinvesting in yourself that um, ultimately before you get to your final uh, destination or you get that dream position or you get to where you're, you're lucrative or it's working for you, mm-hmm. um, that you might have to um, volunteer or hook up with someone else to be um, apprenticeship or tutored or, you know, to help you get to where it is you're trying to go. Absolutely. Because all all reinvention isn't a step out into entrepreneurship. Some people, uh, there were many times when I was working as a registered nurse that I had to reinvent as God would call me up higher to different positions. So what does that require? Because I have a couple of coaching clients that I was just having a conversation with with this about this week. They see what God has called them to. But I said, well, what gifts do you have? Have you studied your gifts? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it requires? What have you learned? Have you who, who whose feet have you set at? What 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 do you know about mm-hmm. you know? Because sometimes we get so excited mm-hmm. about when we see the small part or when we see 
what God is doing or the next level, what we can obtain, Mm -hmm. but we don't factor the cost. Well, let me just say this, because now that was a lot of questions, Miss Ebony. Yes, factoring the cost. (laughs) Yes. So I'm going to say that that means you would have to put your purposely put yourself in a position with people that can ask you questions. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And where you can ask questions. Yes. Sometimes we don't want to put ourselves in a position where we're under the microscope, mm-hmm. right? Uh, every year I do, twice a year I do self-assessments. I ask my friends, you know, um, what do you expect from me as a friend? Mm-hmm. Um, am I being a great friend to you? Am I being who, you know, right. as a wife, mm-hmm. even I sit down with the business, okay, sometimes I ask Facebook, what do you guys, what, what do I do in business? Mm -hmm. To see if what I'm doing is actually what I'm giving. Right. Mm -hmm. That's good. Because if they say, oh, you're you're a dancer, then I'm giving you guys more of a dancer, which I really don't on Facebook. But I'm giving you guys more of a dancer than the coach. Okay. Mm -hmm. So definitely being able to be able to have people question you. Yes. You know, to, mm-hmm. because the wisdom. Yes. There's wisdom. They may not be older, but if they have the experience, there's wisdom in their experience. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to receive it. Receivable. Because if I go to Pastor Teresa, I know she's going to give me her honest opinion. And sometimes I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's going to be the good wisdom that I need. And sometimes we'll go to people to tell us what we want to hear. And those right. are the ones that's not going to help us right. because you need that, you know, that pressing that iron upon iron to tell you, you could do better than this. Mm-hmm. You need to take this up a level. Mm-hmm. And I have those people in my life who could put me there. But I think sometimes that's where we start. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miss Lula, listening to Miss Ebony, because I mean, I, I got all kind of light bulbs going <laughs> off in my head. I'm like, I, I need to make an appointment with Miss Ebony. I know, I know. <laughs> She's a life coach. Yes. Um, Tell me, what are you what's stirring in you in this conversation? One of the things I think about, you know, me being older, Mm -hmm. um, those those were not things that we were taught Mm -hmm. or we learned about. Mm -hmm. But now the generation coming behind us has access to so much wisdom, uh, those type things where you're self-assessing, getting those having life coaches. We haven't heard of anything like that in our day. You know, you just. You just did what you did, got got the job yeah. and worked there for 30 years so, so you can retire. And that's what I did. I, re, you know, I worked, I retired, mm-hmm. and now I'm, I'm sitting at home. And, uh, well, there are some other things I desire for my life, but uh, what I have and how I have access to is not, just not doing it. So let me see another avenue that I, I would think I would enjoy mm-hmm. not having fully uh, counted all of the costs that it would cost me, not not. Uh, financially, right. but just uh, mentally, yeah. the things you had to learn yeah. and things you had, mm-hmm. those things that you're talking about now, mm-hmm. uh, those type of, that mm-hmm. counsel makes it easier yeah, for you to, to do yes. that and to be able to be successful in those arenas, yeah. especially in something like an entrepreneurship where you're uh, have where you're having to deal with the walls on the inside right. of you. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's, I think, mm-hmm. um, uh, real estate is somewhat mm-hmm. of an entrepreneurship. It is. It uh, is. You, you, know, are, you are, everybody's so, independently owned yeah. and operated. Yeah. Well, yes. I'm glad that you're at this table. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you are able to connect with Miss Ebony. Yeah. Because I, mm-hmm. I, I believe that is, this table was divine. If you've been watching, I know yeah. there's some powerful nuggets that, that have gone forward. And um, reach out to these ladies. If yeah. you need a realtor, Miss Miss. Lula is a great <laughs> realtor. If you need a, a life coach, t- what company? Century 21 Elite. Century 21 Elite. 
week. (laughs) And then if you need a life coach, someone to help inspire you and pull Mm -hmm. out of you um, that treasure, that magnificence that you what you have to offer the earth. Um, we recommend Miss Ebony Harris. And then there's a, a last quote before we leave um, by Eric Thomas. It says, if you're not where you want to be, do not quit. Mm-hmm. Instead, reinvent yourself and change your habits. Yes. Reinvest in yourself. Thank you for listening and watching today. Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. Don't forget, something to sip on is next. Thanks for joining the conversation today. We were inspired. Be sure to reinvest in yourself. Lead with your faith and not with your fear. Thank you, ladies, for making this conversation incredible. I want to give a shout out to Monica Johnson, A Baird's Town and Country. If you need a car, she's the woman to make it happen for you. I want to also remind you to follow us across all of our social media platforms, like, share, and subscribe to our channel, listen to our podcast, and we'll see you next Wednesday at 12. Don't forget, something to sip on is next. Welcome to something to sip on. I want to leave you with this thought, abandon fear and make faith your friendly companion. That's what I want you to sip on. Make faith your friendly companion um, as you reinvest in yourself. Mm-hmm. Kathy, what are you sipping on? I saw this quote on the internet yesterday and it says she remembered who she was oh. and the game changed. Oh, that's good. Once you know who you are, Remember that. Just don't sit back and just don't ponder in all of your pitifulness. Get up. Remember who you are and get it. That's right. Miss Lula, what are you sipping on? Well, one of the things that, that have helped me throughout was that uh, the scripture, Psalms 118 through 6, it says, I was made for this. If God be for me, who or what can be against me? The Lord is for me. So I will have no fear. Yes, yes. that's a powerful scripture. Now, Miss Ebony, what's the last thought you want to leave our viewers this for this week? What I want to say is to remind you that you have the power to do, become anything that you want to do. You don't have to wait for anybody. You don't have to wait for a yes. You don't have to wait for permission. You literally have the power to change your life right now. Well, that is something to sip on.